Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? I lied. I am the Lord! Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. This is shoot you between the balls. The disease. I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. Hello and welcome to Give Me Back My Action Movies. My name is Pete. It is my birthday month. Well, actually, I'm sharing it with Nate, but it is my birthday pick this time so tonight we're going to be watching lone wolf and cub the original sword of vengeance 1974 joining me tonight as always charlie how you doing Charlie? that is that is me how's that driver's that seat feel you. it feels comfy i like it all right i think i'll do it more often and nate nate is with us too hello nate <laughs> i'm always scared when he's in the driver's seat indeed <laughs> you never know last time i was in the driver's seat i got ejected through the front it was cool um <laughs> that's actually a fact that's <laughs> <laughs> a real story <laughs> uh next up from all the way across town my buddy and compatriot of Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, Troy, is with us. Hello! Wonderful. And, of course, last but not least, someone we have never met before, a brand new guest host here on Give Me Back My Action Movies. From reviewing history, we got ourselves Brian all the way out of New York. Good day, Brian. Hey! How's it going, guys? Wonderful to meet you. I've been uh, excited to talk to you. I have uh, listened to quite a few of your episodes, your spooky Month was a lot of fun. I hope you do the same thing this year. Definitely um, going to. Yeah, I, I really, I, most of the movies aren't for me, but the way you guys present them with historical uh, points, uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to. So uh, if you haven't checked them out, please go do so. So, hey, Brian, well, how hey. does it feel? How does it feel to be on Give Me Back My Action Movies? I'm very excited because... Honestly, the movies we cover on my show most of the time aren't for me. I prefer oh. trash. <laughs> so, well, hey, welcome, welcome to the party. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> so I need to talk about fun things. <laughs> oh, wow. you're on the wrong episode for that one. Yeah. Tonight, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, there might be problems. Yeah, here some, we go. We've got some dissonance here in the podcast. So yes, tonight from 1972, we are watching Lone Wolf and Cub's Sword of Vengeance. This is the first of six films uh, in the series, all based off of one of the seminal manga uh, of all time. This is ranked in the top five manga uh, almost in everyone's list. It's a marvelous, uh, marvelous story. Uh, Sword of Vengeance comes out of the Edo period of Japan, the Tokugawa uh, rule uh, as he had brought together the that yes troy just is showing off his is, is that all of them dude oh god no there's 28 of these that, things oh, right and right the, oh good lord 
and you need a magnifying glass to read that. I say they look so there. tiny, eh? like you look so there. muscular holding them. I know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I hold phone books in my hands, the size. <laughs> if only the audience could see this. Uh, anyway, again, uh, from the Edo period, 16. Uh, 1600 to 1864 67. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that is the uh, Edo period of the Tokugawa reign. It is an area of relative peace compared to where things came from. The uh, They had prefectures that were constantly warring, and uh, Emperor Tokugawa was able to sort of bring everyone together in relative peace. There's still a lot of warring going on. Uh, but this led straight into the modernization of Japan and how we know and see of them today. So this is the last bastion of the samurai um, and a really fascinating period in Japanese history. I don't know. I, I'm not an expert at it by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, that's what I know. And maybe I should ask the rest of you, uh, what is your first experience with Lone Wolf and Cub? Let's go with Troy. Me. Uh, I got into this because Frank Miller, oh, of course, like Frank Miller did the covers and did the introductions to the first comics, which is the, the name of the company that put them out. And, uh, I was a huge daredevil fan at the time. He was in the middle of his daredevil run. Maybe I think, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> at least that was when I was reading them and, uh, kept picking up lone wolf and cub, uh, the collections were the yeah they had they had they had, the they had some novels. collections but they were mm-hmm. not these little f- tiny phone oh. books that that are they the reprinted uh, them that are the dark horse. There's been several reprints of these things now. Um, these are the dark horse series, which were, are my favorite. They're small mm-hmm. and they're uh, they're really pretty. Look great on the shelf, like Troy. Um, huh? <laughs> Just yeah, like, like me, I look great on the shelf. <laughs> but uh, yeah, small, so Frank compact, Miller that's in your pocket. <laughs> Frank Miller raved about these things. So I finally started picking them up and reading them and I could totally see why they are beautiful books. And apparently he was cranking these things out lightning fast. He was doing like, I think he's, I, I saw some place that it was like 68 pages a month, oh my which Lord. is ridiculous. Cause the, there's one guy doing all the art and, and one like, guy doing all the writing. So they're, they're, they're mm-hmm. they were a team. And American comics, you know, you get 22 pages a month, and that's mm-hmm. a lot of work to get that out. So right. yep. for them to be so beautiful and so dashed out so quickly is just mind-blowing to me. Excellent. Brian, looks like you have uh, a little bit of background with this. Let us lay it on us, brother. So, I mean, the first time I heard of Lone Wolf and Cub was uh, when Mandalorian Season 1 came out. You oh, know. Yeah. You heard all the comparisons of Lone Wolf and Cub. Now, I was lazy and I didn't bother to do any research beyond that. And I probably never would have watched this if it wasn't for uh, you guys doing the show. But, you know, I did uh, a little bit of deep diving after because, you know, I wanted to know more. And I saw that this has been reprinted and I definitely want to go and read the the books now. I want to check that out. So wonderful. Hey, Nate. Yeah. You got any experience with Lone Wolf and Cub, sir? Uh, so I, it's been on my radar for since Bob's Burgers did. I think it was Hawk and Oh yeah, Cub. a Hawk and Hawk and Sparrow or something, right? Something like that. Like they they yeah. had a parody. It was very of it. funny. And mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder what they're like. You know, paying 
homage to and found out it was Lone Wolf and Cub and that there was all these movies and that they all came out in the same year. But then I never watched them. And then uh, you made me watch this. So that's my history with Lone Wolf and Cub. Uh, Yep. That's what I know about this. Hey, hey. How about you? Evil Overlord. Evil Overlord. Um, So normally I would say this is the first time I'd ever seen it till I watched it. Yep. And I messaged Pete going, why is this movie familiar? Like I I've seen parts of this yet. I've never watched this movie. And I found out that sort of vengeance and one other one, like crib uh, baby of, cart from the baby, baby cart, on river, the sticks. Sticks. river, river sticks, sticks were meshed together mm-hmm. to create Shogun assassin, which is as far as the American side of these type of martial art movies is top tier. You know, everyone knows of Shogun Assassin. Yep. Wu-Tang Clan has sampled it forever. Tarantino makes direct references to it, especially throughout the Kill Bill series. They're literally watching the movie at the end of Kill Bill Part 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I had watched Shogun Assassin. Assassin? Assassin. Really early on, like, mid-90s. And that was the last oh. time I had watched it, because I'm never super huge on martial arts especially the older martial arts movies i like the newer ones um so i never knew anything about you know uh lone wolf and cub or anything like that so i was looking forward to this episode when pete told us this is what we were watching i was excited they were they're all on max right now so if you do like these things you can just click on max mm-hmm. and watch them um and they're they're but, they're uh, as far as time they're affordable with time. They're they're only about ninety minutes each. Yeah, they're 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 an hour and a half. They're mm-hmm. not bad. Um, so Pete, I got I got a birthday present for you. This is Ooh. your birthday. Um, because I was worried that yet again you've picked another fucking movie that doesn't have a trailer. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that we can play on the podcast that we usually like to do. Well, that's true when it comes to Sword of Vengeance. But what I did find was a commercial or a trailer for all of Lone Wolf and Cub oh. as as an entire series. So I'm going to play all that right. for you, and then I'm going to fill you in on something afterwards. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Let's get- in the bygone era of feudal Japan, Ogami Ito, the Shogun's executioner, had glory, honor, loyalty, and a family. Until everything was taken from him. Everything except for his son. With his young son in his arms and his sword at hand, Ito sets off on a journey to avenge the death of his wife and clan as an assassin for hire. The deadliest duo imaginable is a father and son who could take on an entire army known far and wide as Lone Wolf and Cub, walking a thin line between life and death, cutting down all who stand in the way of revenge. They take on corruption, villainy, ninjas, samurai, Anyone is a target for the right price. For 
forged in battle and tested in fire with no allegiance but to themselves on the bloody road to hell. They are assassins. They are vengeance. They are Lone Wolf and Cub. Outstanding. That's all. I messaged... I messaged Pete right after I got done, or I messaged in the group right after I got done. I found that, um, and I was pissed because that trailer is the most badass action-filled trailer I have ever watched. There is a part that I'm guessing is in a different movie, one of the other five yeah. than this one, that they drop a trap door down off of the crib yeah. and like yeah. 10 Gatlin gun machine guns fly <laughs> out of it mowing people down there's a you hear it in the trailer and it pissed me off because i'm that was not in the movie i watched (laughs) oh i get it like did we have to start at one apparently because uh this series apparently gets more badass you low low son of a bitch so yeah yeah nate there there was gatling guns um the kid looks a little older because it's the same kid throughout all the movies. Yeah. Um, and the kid gets involved in the killings. And I was like, yes, oh, does. yeah, I think I would rather watch those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't even get so, revenge in this movie. Nope. Nope. No revenge. There's, nope. There's 28 of these. Yeah, right. You yeah. don't, you gotta, I, there's I, a long story 20, to be told. But, and this is setting everything up. This is the beginning. You lost this me on book one. Of it all. You lost me this on is, story one. <laughs> They, and not not everything in this film is in book one. Uh, some of it is in book two, and uh, it 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 does suffer from. One of the things that this does suffer from is, especially to uh, the American viewing uh, crowd, it doesn't always tell everything in, in a linear linear fashion, and they no. don't do a good job of telling you it's a flashback no so i there are some no idea. don't apologize this is not something you apologize I, for i'm just this is I'm a just, fucking classic no no this I, is for, for the for the uncultured like yeah, yeah, charlie yeah. they might need a little <laughs> i might need to hold their hand through through how these movies are to be watched i mean you just have to <laughs> you really have to pay attention and stay off your phones oh i was not on my phone no, keep your I finger out of your nose my subtitles on and I went, I don't know who the hell any of these people are. I don't know what the hell's going on. Why has yeah. that woman got her titty yeah. out and got that kid's mouth in her uh, titty? That, what the was a, fuck was happened to that guy's book. head? Who the fuck uh, is that it guy? It was from his shoulders. <laughs> wow. Oh. Brian, help I mean, me out here. Yeah. <laughs> so I really dug it. Like I like that Like they kind of throw in like this surreal element where there's like He's walking and there's fire on one side of him, water on the other side. Yeah. It's like he, the director is like, yeah, let's get fucking weird, you know? And I like that. They're not afraid to make things weird and surreal. Like the second one, they kind of lose that. I feel like it's less surreal. It's more straightforward. I watched that one too, Mm -hmm. but this one is like, there's weird shit happening and you just kind of got to roll with it. I dug it. Excellent. Yeah. See, you guys are weird. Uh, (laughs) weird it does movie starts with him murdering a child that it takes me 10 minutes to figure out why it's his job it doesn't tell me that until like 10 minutes later i still didn't understand why because then they're like his wife's dead but the three people that killed his wife committed seppuku i think 
Uh, no. Mm-hmm. no. Well, the, the, the people that sent the police to his house. To his house to raid his home. Committed seppuku. So, look, Wait, I cannot, look before, before Pete tries to do this and turn this back on, all on me and you, Nate, me and uncultured. <laughs> yeah. Look, I get what's happening here. The Shogun is taking out all of the other families and warlords if they don't bow down to him. They have to, you know, do their own death, the suicide. I don't want to mess up the word. Seppuku or whatever seppuku. it is. Seppuku. Seppuku. The reason we watch him kill a child is the child cannot commit seppuku right. and cannot be killed by one of its own members of any its of clan. This that. <laughs> so the executioner is the one that had to kill the kid. And then later the Shogun is so scared of this, the power the executioner has, he basically sets him up as a, you know, turncoat, whatever it is, and sends the police after him. And it's the rest of the movie is basically the Shogun who he used to work for, is now trying to kill him the rest of the movie. Kind of. There's another clan. <laughs> yes. There is? There's the Yagu but clan he, that are Yagu. the assassins Correct. in this in this whole hierarchy. And the, the, the assassin clan, the Yagu, mm-hmm. they want that position. That position is... They want to like, do both positions. The, the they pinnacle. want to be assassins. And, yeah, the pinnacle is... Is the what Ogami's, right. But the Shogun's Ogami's. not stopping these assassin guys, though. No, so he's got it's, other shit to take care of. But, lo, but well, I'm he's saying a Shogun like of Japan. A he's demon. on his own. Later, well, he's a demon. Right? The, the thing <laughs> I, that I think is also getting lost at, on an American audience, too, is like the way the clan system worked is it's almost like individual... Um, governances or almost mafia style families where like there's tribute paid up so it really is run almost mafia style so it's like he's the head of kind of his family and then there's the yagu clan where they're the head of his and they want to take his power and stuff and it's really you know he has to go into exile until he can come back and kick enough ass to kill all the yagu <laughs> but which then, doesn't happen who was the right that doesn't happen who's the dude then with the the weird face that looks golden. Yeah. That's oh, the, the head blonde of the guy. Plan. Yeah. That's the head of the Yagu. In the ver- That's in the, the yeah. very He first... doesn't kill the dude. It's called sword of vengeance. No, no vengeance. It it's six movies, dude. 28, <laughs> 28 editions, man. All right. This one is called sword of vengeance though. I expect vengeance. And then on top of that, there's people that do some really bad things in this movie, and he doesn't kill them. Instead, yeah. he has sex by laying plank on another woman. <laughs> <laughs> he planked her. Pete set up a rule early on on this show that there were certain movies that we would not cover on this show because they're not worth putting a spotlight on. And that's anything that contains rape. And I'm watching this movie, and that Oof. happens. Yeah, in this movie it's yeah. super gross a bug it, it, is. It, it is like and not only ours her she dies from it she and everyone it. laughs and then we, we text pete and he's like i don't remember yeah. what you're talking about because he picks <laughs> movies that he doesn't remember watching and he, he doesn't remember certain plot points of the movie and that's the problem because then there's five other movies apparently one of them's got a gatling gun and he could have picked that one because you know what? Yeah. I really don't care about the storyline because I had no fucking idea what was going on the whole time. So you could have put movie three and I've been like, I still don't know what the fuck's going on. So it's cool. This one's got a Gatlin gun and the little kid <laughs> picked the sword, but he doesn't use it. But he yeah, picked it. Take a breath, dude. Yeah. Take, <laughs> take your medicine. 
I've been waiting for this the, moment. This movie, this movie is full of vignettes uh, or vignettes, whatever. Um, they're, 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 much then, like the manga. And then, exactly. <laughs> and through these yeah. vignettes, they tell the story about where he came from and where he is eventually going to go. And it it doesn't necessarily translate well into a single film, but the overall story is marvelous. It, not not to even put too fine a point on how gorgeous the countryside is. Oh, this this film the is setting is gorgeous. I will dead gorgeous yes. every little bit Beautiful. of it, even the rough spots. My, my my favorite is the water scene where he mm-hmm. fights them at the waterfalls. Yeah, yeah water scene um, was sweet. I loved that. I also could not help but bust out laughing when the dude over the other clan, you know, the the weird looking guy, is standing up there going, "Oh no, he's getting ready to use the water style of fighting," <laughs> and he lowers the sword under the water, yeah, and, and then flicks it up like. My guys have no chance against this guy. Oh, God. I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, the water will make the sword tougher. I was like, I don't know if there's any science behind that, but okay. (laughs) And also, I was like, well, just use an arrow, like a bow and arrow. Just get him. Like, you have the high ground. He doesn't even know you're there. Someone used a handgun on him, and he defeated that dude quite easily. Okay, we'll talk about the handgun in a little bit. Nate's literally over here being Scott Scott from uh, Powers. Look, look. I got a gun. Let's go get it. It's in my room. We can do it together. You're going to let him get away. I was just like, go. You have all these guys. Like, Just grab bows and arrows. That's how a hero worked. They went, <laughs> we was. can't defeat him because he's a hero. We'll get everyone to have bows and arrows and we'll shoot him. I love the part where they have him surrounded and it's after the really weird, uh, I'm going to have a really heart to heart talk with my son. Very meaningful that you must choose to go with your mother who is dead, which means I'm going to kill you. Yep. Or you join me on this path, and he puts the sword in the ground, and the kid awesome. picks the sword. That was, awesome. badass, that was badass, especially when he does go. And I know you know nothing of what I am saying, but you must choose. And then when the kid chooses, he goes, "I believe the the other choice would have been easier for you, my son." <laughs> yes, and I'm like, "That's hard as shit." Then he goes outside, and the gang, the clan, has him surrounded. And I'm like, oh shit, this could be cool. That, the, yeah, like, the, that's that's the shogun. They're there to why or witness him commit seppuku. Yeah, so they're surrounded him, and they're in all they white. Are, like they yeah. look cool. He's well, yeah, it, he's supposed to dress in white because that's what you're supposed to do when you do this. And they're well, like, he was, oh, very good. You, you've done this yeah. traditional way. And then he, he was, gives them double birds. <laughs> he gives them double birds by stripping the white cloak off of him, and he has this insignia of I'm guessing whatever the executioner. Is I didn't or know what any of that, that meant. He revealed that something, the, and I was like, "Oh, it's two it butterflies." The, uh, the, it, it, it's the hollyhock. The hollyhock. Holly That's what it was. So he has like multiple patches of the hollyhock over him and basically he's like none of you bitches would dare strike me down with this power i'm right. wearing right now right that's and that's, like, the, literally, that's the kokugawa symbol that is the show yeah symbol. and they like he literally goes and the fact you even have your swords drawn right. is bad enough and they all mm-hmm. put their swords on. i was like at that point i'm like fully into this movie i'm like yes i'm loving it 
And then it just goes downhill after all that, man. I was just, good God. It was cool. He's in, the white. The, in the field where he like oh. blinds the guy with the mirror on, oh, on Goro's head. That oh, was badass ass. too. But the 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 barter town he goes to for the hot springs, and he crosses the bridge with these like thug type guys. And I'm like, we're going to cut the yeah. bridge if, uh, if you try to cross it. He's like, yeah. bitch. How are you going to get across if you cut and the bridge? Like, oh, this guy's wise. All right. Yeah. You're right. And But he gives up his sword. He gives up, and basically yeah. becomes a prisoner. I was like, I don't like this. Then this, it also, that's when all the nastiness of the movie started. It's, was, it's one know, of the, that, that was one of the vignettes in the original uh, manga, the very first uh, issue. And it was just filler to show you what a badass this guy is. And that, fight at the end after all the grossness happens is something to behold it is a hell of a fight yeah. it's unbelievable Absolutely. what a badass this guy is top to bottom fight scenes were nothing i was upset about in this movie period it does really drag for a little for while an 80 minute film it drags it's very like how Brian, what about you, brother? What are you what are you thinking about it so far at this point? Some things could definitely be sped up. Like it's not like you know the most quickly paced thing, but I think that the action you get is so strong that it's like I'm willing to deal with you know more slow moments in between. But the the lead actor, his performance, I think, is really strong. I know it's mostly him just and he's like you know being gruff and talking stoic. I thought that was staring at people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I thought he's like you know he's effective and like he looks like a badass with the sword. And when he's like standing there with the prostitute in like his man diaper, you know he's like a little chubby. <laughs> I w- I was looking into how he got the part. Did you guys know he was like how he got the part? Did he show up no, in the man diaper? No. He, he showed he, up at the manga writer's house and, like, came in with a sword and started swinging it around, doing, like, flips and shit. And the writer was so impressed with him, he cast him there and was like, you're yeah. the guy. He's a legit martial artist. See? Yeah. He's, yeah. That he's kid, trained in a number of things. That did the Star Wars thing with the broom in his garage, like, 15 <laughs> years ago. Would have done that at George Lucas's house. He might have been in one of the episodes. We never know. Or the cops would have got called on him. Either or. You know, the two. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I I will not fault that I loved all the fight scenes. This dude does fit. I like this persona of like the executioner. He is the end all be all. He is basically the second hand to the Shogun as far mm-hmm. as yep. his reach out among the clans. I got all that. But the problem was I got all that eventually. And I do know it's part of the storytelling I did read part of the reason why there was some of this grossness in the movie was this was a point in Japanese cinema that they went, uh, we got to start pushing the edge a little bit more. And we're also talking about 1970s Japan there. Well, they were also oh, losing a lot of viewers to television at that time. I mean, oh, oh television was, was like everything oh, yeah. was struggling so hard, even with the Godzilla movies, things they, they were losing uh, uh, admission tickets to yeah, theaters, theaters because were of television. and yeah. they were trying to ramp things up for sure. And that that's that led to all this 
uh, exploitation coming from Japan. There's yeah. a lot, there, but, gentlemen. There's a lot worse coming out of Japan in this this time period. No it's doubt, like, no, no doubt. I don't. And female, not to be female prisoner like, movies. Mm. This is not just pure exploita- exploitation either. All that stuff is in the mangas as well. well and that's I mean, a manga, which yeah, I did, and that was another thing I didn't. Panel. All that stuff, all that gross stuff, almost panel for panel, is in the manga. the 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 woman breastfeeding earlier was told a little differently. It wasn't so frenetic. Uh, it was a little more. Here's some money. Yeah, that that was so like diff- we was we need different. an excuse to put a woman's boob in here because as far as anything else, right out the gate, really. honestly, you know what would have made it better, and and I'm not saying to take anything away from it. He should have gotten paid for it. Because, you know, he's a sword for hire, son for hire. Right. That would have been like, oh, okay, you know, he's going to get paid. It wouldn't have been true to the manga, though. I mean, the manga was, he didn't And I think they needed to show how far he'd fallen. But I did, I have zero knowledge of the manga, though. Even when I watched it, until after when you guys were telling me stuff, I I didn't know this is, you know, basically what we have now whenever a movie comes out based on a comic book. You know, the mangas were Japanese comics mm-hmm. to, a, talking, to a degree. If this is 1972, I don't know when the manga came out, but it's got to be older than, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, honestly, I think it was 70 to 70s. It was first published in 1970. The, yeah, the it was 70 was. to 72. That's so they like, made it, a movie immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like when Charlie said that there's whatever the American version was, it takes the first two movies Shogun and splice Assassin. them together. Shogun Assassin. I was like, well, I'd. I'd rather just seen that i feel like at this point yeah, because i have the no Shogun idea Assassin only, it only uses like 15 minutes out of the original film and the rest of it is uh baby cart on the river Sticks. right was that, it's was that all it's, that's, it's that's right. yeah it's all lo- uh, lone wolf and cub but it's 15 or 20 minutes of sort of vengeance yeah the rest of it is the other the one because basically sort of vengeance is their origin in the movie mm-hmm. to explain where they are the kid being a baby and then the kid's older. What I remember, and this is hilarious, I told Pete this, our buddies over at Action Action Podcast literally released an episode today uh, as we record of Shogun Assassin. And I was like, what are the freaking odds? Uh, so I actually listened to their episode <laughs> today to kind of ref- refresh myself. <laughs> and one of the beautiful things that for the American audiences that Japan didn't know to do was they actually had the kid narrating the movie in shogun assassin telling you what's happened who my dad is he is the executioner of the shogun so you get this storytelling element to help the audience understand it's it's spoon-fed to the american audience because they can't possibly comprehend another culture other than theirs yeah this movie was confusing (laughs) this movie was confusing as could be for me yeah this it was flat out confusing it was throwing out all these names i went who the hell's that guy what what are we talking about (laughs) who's hikari who's hulk who's hawkeye Thor. I don't know these people. That's the difference. I've read those I've comics. Read those. I know who I grew Hulk and Hawkeye. Oh, I know them. I didn't read these manga. English bullshit. Now <sighs> I'm English. Yeah, we. I'm American. In the country. This is what we had. <laughs> We'd have been burned at the stake if I was ringing mangas back in the nineties, yeah. man. <laughs> the wedgies would still be felt to this day. I'd have been I'd have been branded a communist and done. And yeah. that would have been it. Do you realize where I live, Pete? <laughs> I, Jesus. Yeah. You lived in Columbus for a while though, so 
not when I How should have been you? reading oh, mangas, I guess. I don't know. Talk to Brian some more. He's being real quiet for guessing yeah, on the show. Probably because <laughs> myself and Charlie have, have rocked the room, and we didn't mean to, but it's Pete's fault once again. I know. Hey, Brian, I do want to ask. Uh, yeah. You you are a deep diver. You are uh, in your, on your show. You all the, all, the three of you get down and dirty and intimate with your subjects. Did, were and you able other. to do that? Yeah, well, I would hope so. I mean, I, as I, I all good not podcasts do. Jobs around. I mean, t- complete circle jerk during your during your recordings. <laughs> were, were you able to deep dive in any of this? Did you get an opportunity? Oh yeah. So I watched the second one the next day. I'm going to watch yeah. the third one tonight. Um, nice. I fell in love with the series right away. Like uh, I'm all about it, and like. I've been like, I'm trying to lose weight. So I've been going for walks and I have a newborn and I'm pushing the stroller. And the whole time I'm like, man, I really wish someone would just come and fuck with me right now. Cause I totally uh, want to go yeah, like that's full sweet. fucking <laughs> That's badass. Period. That's unfair right now. Pete. Yeah. Let me just so say that's he's unfair. Got a kid. So that means he gets now, a cart. That's not listen. fair. Listen, is a woodworker and he's really good at what he does. I bet if we would talk to him he could probably make you some sort of a badass buggy for your baby yeah badass and someone awesome. were to happen to pop out with two rifles and shoot at said cart i, I bet i don't have any babies also i want charlie to make me a baby buggy i will make i will make you a baby you could put you the pups in the baby cart uh, that's that'd be a big that'd be a big baby cart yeah <laughs> Those are big dogs. that's a big baby cart in this movie let's be honest that's not that's a light baby cart so you know when i get into something i kind of like get stuck on that for a while so like after this i added like to my hbo max i added like all like the samurai shit they had i started reading the wikipedia yeah they do i started reading the wikipedia about the um you know the whole series and like i'm hook line and sinker in on lone wolf and cub now like i fucking love it yeah so so have you have you uh, dipped your toe into the Zatoichi, the blind swordsman at all? I saw, I think I saw one of them years ago. So I had my, you know, like I think all cinephiles, you get into mm-hmm. your foreign film phase mm-hmm. where you start just watching everything. So I think uh, if I remember, Takashi Miike did one later. He did oh, I, a more recent one, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw, that's the only one of those I've seen. Hey, you're right in the high country. That's a really good film. But, yeah. but the old stuff is a whole lot of fun too. It's more it, it's more in the vein of what we just watched. Uh, but it's it's still it's it's worth watching the, the Zetoichi stuff. There is a lot of it though, so it's like watching Doctor Who or Ultraman. There's just there's so much of it. I love that. I love when it's something that it's like there's a lot to chew on and learn. You know, mm-hmm. it's like like I would love like if I was just born now and like I didn't know what Marvel is or I woke up from a coma and they were like, "Hey, there's this MCU thing." And it's like I have like 26 movies right. to watch. I would love that. <laughs> Can you right. imagine well, picture your kid right now getting into the Marvel universe. How overwhelming is that? I mean, it, she's not going to have a so- choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Trust me, it's fun to catch up in, on these things. In Doctor and her, I'm early. doing it with Millie. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, you're you're making her watch Buffy right now, so good you, yeah. good for you. I've been putting Millie through all the uh, Marvel movies, and it's been a blast catching all that up. So I can yeah. imagine. Is, and is honestly, I'm catching it? up. Huh? Is she following it? Because there's a there's a oh. lot to digest there. Oh, she's she's into it. She's into okay. it. Deep. All right. Yeah. That's great. And I honestly like because like I've always liked samurai and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like. 
but I have never seen Seventh Samurai. Oh, finally, like it's on on uh, Max. And that's actually how I found the Lone Wolf and Cub movies, because I didn't know that those were on there either. And I saw Seven Samurai was on there. I was like, oh, my God, I can finally watch this stupid movie. I've been meaning to forever mm-hmm. watch that. And afterwards, it says, you may also like. And I was like, oh, right. the Cub is on here. So I started watching. Did you watch it all movies. one swoop? Because it's like three and a half hours, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I sat down and just. <laughs> oh, God bless you. No, well, go, has to like watch movies go, in three settings. See, I don't understand. Go see Yojimbo. <laughs> Go go Sanjuro. see Yojimbo straight away. Yojimbo Yo is awesome. Sanjiro also, yes. and and then uh oh, ah, I lost it. Toshiro Mifune's in it also. Uh, Hidden Fortress. Nope. Nah, that was okay. I know that has a lot of Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars too. Yojimbo um, is where we get the blood spray from. That yes. is where that yeah, originated that's, that's on accident. Rumor. No, and that is you, the truth. It was accidental that they had way too much pressure it, behind one of the bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh, really? Because mm-hmm. the actor of Yojimbo, the reason they didn't like cut it is because he stood there as if it was supposed to happen, and no one else reacted. So that's why that still stayed in the film. And now that's the trope. Every became this now it's iconic. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, uh, Rashomon was the one I was thinking of. Troy Rashomon oh. is. Yeah, you got to see that. That's wonderful. Okay. Yep. So, all uh, right. Well, now that Nate's technical difficulties are over, I think uh, we'll uh, take a quick commercial break. What do you think, guys? Do it. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what you you got for this, Charlie. They, they, <laughs> Nate got too rambunctious. Oh, I think you're going to enjoy your other birthday present that I got you oh. on ah! on your ad break. So we'll be right back. Let's do it. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your friends? Do you like having a laugh? Do you like podcasts? Well, you should check out our podcast, Spoils of Horror. We're not a review show. We're a horror movie hangout where we talk about movies that are lost, forgotten, popular, and bizarre all in the scary realm. You can listen to our podcast while you're doing just about anything. You could be washing your dishes. You could be washing your cat. You could be washing your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> all forms of genitals accepted. <laughs> we are a fully inclusive genitalia show. Yes, we are the number one ideal podcast for washing your genitals. Our genital Yelp reviews are unsurpassed. Five and a half stars. <laughs> You don't want to know where that half came from. Uh... <laughs> now that you know that, check us out on all major platforms. You can search for Spoils of Horror on all social media sites. Come and hang out with us. We'd love to see you. And your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. The Shogun Warriors. Guy King with rocket boosters. Great Mazinga with rocket launcher. Is he friend or foe? You can decide. Launch his claw. Imagine his breath is a blast of fire. The large Shogun Warriors and Godzilla, they're ready to strike when you are. The Shogun Warriors, Great Mazinga Guy King and Godzilla, each sold separately. Accessories not for use with smaller Shogun Warriors from Mattel. Now back to G.I. Joe. 
All right, yeah, as we come back from the commercial where I play Pete a very special drop, he so takes nice. his headphones off I and did. runs to the corner of his to show us the toy the commercial's about. But I'm like, I, I did this for you, for you to hear. <laughs> well, I have an original Mattel Godzilla Shogun Warrior in box. It's it was great. in box. It was it's, my, it's my toy from the late 70s. Yeah. On my next birthday episode, Charlie, I won't run away from you. Okay, oh, I'll hold you to oh, that. Don't, don't run away from what me. is what is going on. I'll also pick an action movie with action. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about this action, Nate. No, I I appreciate mm-hmm. what it does for 1972 because what are you what are you what, what are you what are you talking has about? A it does okay for 72. What are you talking? No, about? no, I'm saying like decapitation, decapitation. You get somebody's legs. Legs, yeah. Plural, the guy gets, gets hot healed, as Charlie put it in the group text. I coined that <laughs> one. Yes, that done took my legs. When there is action, it is Lieutenant quite Dan. a bit of fun. Uh, there's just not much, like at all. <laughs> are you kidding? There are three big fights in it, and the last one is the best one of them all. The last one's pretty awesome, but the people I wanted to die didn't even die. Oh, for fuck's sake, Nate. There's six <laughs> movies. Yeah, but there was a bunch of bad people like, right you, there in the you town. Don't, Did you, you want don't... Darth Vader to die at the end of Star Wars? Did right. you? The yeah. first Star Wars, right. But I knew there was more to those, and I know there's more of this, but we watch a bunch of bad people do bad things, and he doesn't do jack shit. So That's not his mission. The... Right, right. He's he's eye on the prize, and I think it's showing that. It's like, he doesn't give a shit about anybody else's problems. He's like, I gotta get my money so I can get my revenge, you know? And he even, like, he calls himself a demon. He's walking the path. uh, He's walking the path. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. I just have an issue that he bones down with a chick with his kid in the same room, and I'm pretty sure they filmed it with the kid in the room. That, that, that's, that's actually showing how far the samurai has fallen. He's no longer a samurai. Yeah, he He's fell right on her, flat, boom. <laughs> yeah, and then he didn't move. That's, it was like the planking challenge of 10 a years sam- ago. A samurai would never do that. He would never lower himself to bed a prostitute. But now that he is completely, uh, he's turned his back on his original, I, I don't know, his, his, his view on life, his, all of his, uh, he's no longer a samurai. He's his completely, honor. His honor, yes. He no longer has honor. He no longer has, no longer has I, I, self. My other issue. <laughs> the I don't villains are kind of cucks, right? Yeah. They're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. we want to watch you have sex, uh, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. made it worse. <laughs> What's up with that? And that like, made Kill them all. Like that made it so much worse. And then the fact that the prostitute is like, I don't want to do this. This is stupid. She'd rather but kill she herself. Take, she'd rather kill herself. She takes her clothes off and then, you know, our our hero, our demon, takes his clothes off and basically like, look, I'm going to make these guys shut up. He takes up. the clothes off first and she's yeah. like, oh, okay, that's, that looks good. Well, she was topless. She didn't. She took her bottoms off afterwards. But yeah, she took her top off mm-hmm. first because she was just showing the goods. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah, they showed it, but he's basically like telling them, like, we're just going to make these guys shut up. She's stone faced this entire interlude. Like, mm-hmm. like she is not digging it when I'm watching it. Not 
three minutes later, she's talking to them about it. And, and basically she's like, that's the best sex I've had forever. This is the best guy ever. I'm like, what do you do woman? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do anything. And you look like you were dead. And now that is the greatest guy ever. And I've been uncomfortable for so long now. That's how because... me and my wife do it. And I haven't had any complaints. <laughs> you lay there and silently stare. We have a child, you know? You've got a kid, right? I got, I got three. I guess uh, I should have uh, look, look inward more than I do that. But then I... But I did love, like, towards the end, like, after everything happens, because we're still talking about the prostitute, where she's like, hey, uh, we're an item now. And he's like, nope. Nope. Later, Tater. And left. And I was like, I dig that. I like yeah. this guy because of that part. Well, he's he's already carrying around a kid, like, which is honestly an anchor for what he's doing. I mean, like, this is a it's handicap a, that he's got to carry around heel, right? all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that kid picked the sword, so, like, you got to. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently in the trailer, I get to watch that kid turn into a badass, and I'm pissed that I still haven't seen those movies yet. It's coming, man. You just got to watch gotta... the rest of them. Quit bitching. I'm, no, 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 I'm bitching because now I have one. to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have easily started with part four in this. It would have not cared. But yeah. no, would have never really need to see the lead up. You can't, would've, would've you can't watch the last episode me. of Mandalorian and go, oh, that was satisfying. But here's the thing. I enjoy Mandalorian. <laughs> but you needed to watch it from the beginning. I mean, kind of, but kind you showed of. me all oh, the things. If there's anything, <laughs> season three proves that they do not know what they're doing with the overarching story. Well, in, in <laughs> season one and two, they're following, you know, Lone Wolf and Cub shit. Indeed. And then season three, they're like, yeah, we're not doing Lone Wolf and Cub. It's Anymore. a story about another character. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel you know? like this is yep. that perfect example of a movie that has had all this hype for a few years for me. And I finally got to watch it and I'm like, let down because it didn't live up to all of this mysterious. You built it too high. In yeah, it got too mind. high on the pedestal. So this seems to, to me, be a common theme it, with films that I pick with you two assholes. No, why did no? No, no. <laughs> we blatantly hated most of the other ones you picked. Yeah. This one, this one, we were we excited were excited because we're like it's samurai. It has this like uh, you know mystique to it, <sighs> and it's got this legend. And then I'm watching it, and like a part of me is like, this feels like the 1960 westerns that would be recommended to me. I'm like, ah, I the don't 1960 like these. westerns took everything from the Japanese samurai films. No, but, yeah, yep. that, I mean, everything, all admit yeah, that. yeah, all I the mean, American westerns own owe everything to the Japanese samurai films. That's basically of, Shane is a remake of Yojimbo like, and stuff yep. like that. Yeah, I mean, it's all... I don't care to watch those, so dollars. then I'm watching this. And I was like, alright, what else came out in 1972? I'm like, well, The Godfather came Seven. out. And that's like one of the greatest movies ever. Like, for some reason, this well, one... you going to compare, compare anything to The Godfather. I mean, well, no, I'm not comparing it to The Godfather. I'm just saying, like, was there other stuff in 72 that I watched and went, eh, don't really care for it. And it's not the case. Like, it, there's still films. I'm sure there's plenty of movies era. that came out in 1972 that you're like, eh, I don't care about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There this definitely was, is. This is just something that didn't live up to the expectation that I had in my head. And now right. I'm just disappointed. Well, and I, I, think- I am I am on record on the last episode saying how excited I was to watch this movie. <clears throat> yep. Oh, yeah. I want to say that. Like, this wasn't like, oh, God, Pete picked another shitty movie. No, gotta- like, he picked this. <laughs> like, I, like oh, I was excited to watch. That that 
because I don't know what movie it is yet, but I did I look know. up that director and yeah, I went, yeah. damn it. Um, a <laughs> lot of werewolves and I'm hoping there's machine guns involved. In leisure suits. Um, and a machine gun, I'm hoping. <laughs> like, no, go ahead, Troy. I'm sorry. I had to get that out there. I, I wonder, like, because there's, there's just a way that the Japanese, I think, tell stories that maybe, like, you. Do you have Japanese movies that you're like, yes, that one is fucking great, you know? Well, like, or watched, are you just like, like other ones that I've enjoyed, you know? Like other story of Ricky O, the duel of the deaf. Like there's really good ones out there. And then like Ricky O Japanese? I think so. I, thought, I think well, I don't know. I no, no. God's I, w- I was a kid of Godzilla movies. That was my Japanese movies yes, I knew. Martial arts when someone when I was that age, so when someone said martial art movie, it was immediately Bruce Lee all the time. That 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 was just True. the only one that would come because that's all I was exposed to. I didn't have yeah. all the little nooks and crannies to dig into going down rabbit holes. But Godzilla, we had a place to rent movies that had a wall of all the Godzilla movies. And that's what I cut my teeth that's on. That's a good rental place. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm watching this. A, this is Toho. B, I knew this. This movie was very influential later on in cinema. I th- I believe I'm with Nate a little bit that it got built up so high in my mind, and then I watch it going, uh, it's not what I expected. Well, at there's all. a lot of scene setting. There's a lot of quiet. There's mm-hmm. a lot of moments there's of a like lot of silence. The silence oh, yeah. is beautiful in this. Film. Waiting to waiting for like- you to waiting for the, the action to happen. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's like the building the tension. I don't know. It, it just might be the way that they tell the story. I is- I think that the sword fighting is like those one-on-ones. That's a lot more historical, historically accurate <clears throat> than like, I don't know, the princess bride where it's, it's a 10 minute fight scene. Mm. The, like, I'm fine the samurai the were like, bam. And it's over. Somebody got cut and somebody's dead. Maybe like, both of them. I'm fine with stuff like that because that's like one of my favorite scenes from the Predators movie where you have like the Predator face off against the Yakuza and like the quick one hit and then you see where one passed away. But mm-hmm. like even with this movie, there's like technical issues where like the, the audio just cuts out completely. And I was like, wait, what? That was a bit jarring. There's parts of yeah. I don't know if it's something to do with Max, uh, Max? or if it's in the movie. Oh, God, but I didn't there, it. there's like no backing track. Like nothing. Like there's there's something no there's no ambient sound. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when something get like someone talks or something get ready to happen, the sound would come back in. But there was really it was Gosh, a I... true white and like just nothing. Yeah, and I... it's jarring. I think that's a choice. Um, I think so too. It's very like, it's calm, still quiet, like contemplative, meditative stuff. And I think that's a very Japanese storytelling thing. Like um, I love beat Takeshi. He's one of my favorite uh, directors. He did like a lot of like nineties Yakuza movies, Mm. but like in so many of the movies, there's just a scene of him like ominously, like staring a guy down and it's quiet and subtle and like, you know, me and my friend joke about it because we fucking love to just watch Beat Takeshi just just quietly <laughs> stare a guy down. And I think it's just a cultural thing that, you know, we really don't have the equivalent of that except maybe some Clint Eastwood stuff. But for the most yeah. part, we don't have like quiet guys just staring dudes down, especially but, in a post-Marvel world where everyone's quipping. 
Well, and I and I get that, but I think it was because there was zero track to it. It didn't come across as that quiet before the storm yeah, it or came something across like to me that. as a technical flaw right there's there's <laughs> a came across to me <laughs> there's a jet lee movie and i think it's hero it's one of his epic ones that he did that this movie starts out and he is basically just out in the countryside in this field that's silence on his part but all you hear is like the wind going by it is quite possibly one of the most beautiful and moving moments i've ever witnessed on a movie personally like i watched that and i got chills from the calmness that they were implying in the film that's not what i'm getting on here i like the stoic the way the guy is it's very quiet right before i'm about to unsheathe my sword or something like that it was just very jarring that it was the absence of sound like just nothing and Hmm. that can be powerful it it can be much more powerful than an explosion or that can a but it, stupid I, it machine gun be, and a werewolf. It can't or, be absence no, no. of sound. All werewolves should have machine guns. No, you're right. wrong. But it, it, <laughs> I'm okay with silence. Yes. silence is not absence of sound though. Right. You could when have the wind. You could have you water. Got, there has to be something because the world is not quiet, and that translates in a movie, especially when there's a lot of background in this movie. Mm-hmm you know, a lot of small sounds, but there are jarring moments. I don't know why we're on this so for so long, but <laughs> it was jarring enough. And I agree with Nate hundred percent that it snaps you out of yeah, it snapped me whatever out and you then were involved with. There was another moment that snapped me out completely where you tease two girls. I don't know what they're doing, but they're just singing about poop. Cat turds. about turds. <laughs> And it's it's, it's worse in the manga. You. That song is way dirtier in the manga, by the way. <laughs> but then I'm just like, here's this movie. It was that, that scene was a like- trigger. That scene was a trigger to remember the the choice that he gave Diorgo, Di, Digoro. Digoro. That was oh, that, that was the flashback trigger. was weird. Yeah, that they that did was, not transition. Weird. Right. They did that, not transition that that's, flashback. That's correctly. your Wayne's World. No, I would have been totally okay with not okay with that. That's because I had no idea I was witnessing a flashback. Exactly. Because of how this movie is done in vignettes. And I told you in the earlier that y'all need some culture. And you need to figure out when things you need to figure out when things are flashbacks and when they aren't. All Americans don't need to be spoon fed this shit. And I don't realize it till all of a sudden they're singing no. about the turd again. No. And I, I go, was, was that a flashback? That was, yeah. that was the book. Why end. are we on the that turd the, song? Da, 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 da. More movies need songs about turds. And I'm not going to deny that. I could not I'm agree pro more with poop that. songs. My problem is this is probably on a AFI top 100 movies. And I'm watching it going, there's this bad flashback poop song. No audio. This movie is not this technical achievement. This is Criterion, by the way. Yeah, yeah, this is Criterion. And, and um, you know what, though? Armageddon's Criterion, and Armageddon is. deserves How to be How the criterion. hell did... Oh, my God. <laughs> he, get, we gave, he, he made his own opening. You realize that, right? Yeah. He literally clawed that opening to drop that in there, and I, I'm, I adore it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I did not hate this movie. Right. Same. I did not care for this movie, though. Exactly. <laughs> and it is because there is some... And I... You keep saying it's culture. 
when I'm going, I'm also shitting with you. <laughs> I know it is, but I'm also I'm also letting the people know that a lot of this is also they're still learning filmmaking for the most part. We're still only talking the seventies, and we're talking about Japan when we had dudes it's, in giant rubber monster suits. It's not Hollywood. Destroyed. It's so, not. It, it's not. But there's Akira not Kurosawa has been making movies forever. At this point, he has, and but there, there's no question that he's a master. But that's not this. I, I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> right. This is Toho kind of trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Kurosawa did a lot of his stuff in Toho. He did, but most of it. Still, you're, you're being an apologist right now, Pete. Kira Kurosawa, I'm Nate, I'm going to I'm gonna fucking come over there. And how do you know how to spell Kurosawa? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you talk and my brain hurts. No, he's fine. <laughs> Brian, carry us out of this so Pete's brain will quit hurting. What what's we're at we're getting to the final fight right after all this stuff. So give us your thoughts on all that. All right. So I mean, real quick to back up for a second, it's like you have to remember that like Japanese like doing films like this, especially post war, is like this is after World War II. They've rebuilt their whole country and society. And, you know, they're clearly influenced by America. And they're trying to catch up in the world of entertainment. And they're constrained with lower budgets and things like that. And they're still putting out things with artistic merit that still, you know, hold up and are worth watching. Even on smaller budgets, things like Tokyo Drifter, um, all the Kurosawa stuff. I think this, you could add to that. So I think you got to give them a pass on weird artistic flourishes because they're trying to do something unique because there's been so many uh, black and white samurai films. It's run of the mill and they're adding in these surreal elements to really differentiate it and make it like this bloody gory affair that, I mean, clearly it's influential. You can't watch this and not think of Kill Bill. You know, oh, you're 100 percent correct. Or, or so other things, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 this has its fingers all into the future of film. Well, I think here's yeah. my problem though that is like I saw Kill Bill first. Me too. <laughs> you know, so that's what I gravitate towards. Sure. Like well, I just we, rather we watch did. Kill Bill. Yeah, you but know? also we can't break our own rule where I can't compare this movie to Kill Bill. I can't exactly. compare this to newer movies. You know, I can't compare it to the gore of Ninja Assassin. I have to yeah. look at it as 1972. And I like what Brian's saying right there. And he's 100% right that what they are capable of giving us. And I am not denying the fact that this is a beautiful, gorgeously shot movie. It is acted well. I think the disjointedness comes from their way of trying to tell a story. And we're watching it through a Western lens. Um and I have no background with the manga, so I have no preconceived like ideas of what the movie should be. You know, it's like someone watching one of the newer Marvel movies and then they go, okay, what comic is that? And I have to be like, oh, well, geez, it's, in, it's in this one. Uh, they take a, they take this character from here. That character's not even in the fucking comic book, but you know, you'll follow this. So I don't have any of that when I'm sitting down, I'm watching Lone Wolf and Cub for the first time and I'm going, Hmm. How do I feel about this? And I try to be fair about it. And again, I don't hate this movie. It's just not my kind of movie. But I'm going to watch the other ones. I will say that. Especially after watching that trailer. (laughs) Nate, watch watch that trailer on YouTube. 
You'll you'll think about you'll it for a second. Me the link. You, you, I'll send you the link. You'll change your mind after you watch the second film. Watch the second film. It's then I would have much it's rather what you want. covered the second film. <laughs> I actually preferred the first one to the second one, but the second one is definitely a more fun movie. It's like loaded mm-hmm. with like schlock. You know, there's like limbs flying everywhere. It's that's what I like though. That's yeah. my thing. Yeah, it's way more fun, but I think, you know, I like that surreal element in the first one. I would consider it to be a better movie, but the second one has a lot of fun shit in it, you know? I think so. Nate, we would like the second one. That's where I think I would need to watch the second one. And I, see. Think, I think you would be hooked in if you did me a favor and watched the second one. But now, like, here's my problem, though. Like, I was so just, like, turned off from this where I'm like, do I even care? You know, and I know it's only like 80 I, some minutes. You know, I could use that. Like once this was over, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, um, God, the other Takeshi Miki movie that was Takeshi about. Miki, yeah. Yeah. Samurai movie that came out. Uh, Blade, of Blade, Blade of the Immortal. Blade of the Immortal. Yeah. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet. Like I've been wanting to That's watch bitching. that because 13 Warriors was so awesome or whatever that was called. Yeah. Like. Uh, that's I, what it did for me. I was like, but, I'd but he he built more. his stuff on the back of of this these films. True and others. True. Yeah. Uh, I, I will. Uh, the cultural influence of this movie cannot be argued. It's that, the modern it's there. lens that does it for me. The millennial, where I'm just like, I don't. It's I a difficult thing to, to get over. I won't. I won't compare it to a modern movie, but it's hard as me watching it to be like, oh yeah, this is it. But I will say, until I watched that trailer today. I had zero interest in watching any of the other mm-hmm. movies, just like Nate watching those little clips of stuff I see coming up later. I'm like, ah, damn it. I might have to give this a shot. Yeah. Let, Not let just Gatling guns. And you yeah. and I can chat through the, through the film because I'd like, while I'd like I watched that. badass Gatling guns in mm-hmm. the trailer, the two little pea shooter pistols that look like someone threw a rock at the crib <laughs> when the bullet bounces back at a ricochet. <laughs> I, I, this was another problem that we don't normally do this. Normally when we watch movies, we don't talk to each other about the movie. We wait till we're here and we talk about it. it We got on Slack chat and we (laughs) already lit the fire way early. I I started it because I was excited. I was like, all right, I'm in. The first dude gets his face chopped and there's just blood everywhere. And I'm like, man, 1972 blood everywhere. Hell yeah, I'm in. And then we get to the river fight. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm definitely in on this. I'm 10 minutes behind you. You yeah. started it mm-hmm. and you were talking and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm just going to start it. And it was so weird to watch a movie just slowly lose me more and more as it oh. went on. And you could and see I, it in the conversation. Yeah. And then Charlie's like, oh, boy. Oh, no. And Pete's like, what? You're all idiots. And then right, we the immediately got called out. As we're saying stuff, he went, well, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. And I'm like, this, this motherfucker doesn't watch the movies that he picks. <laughs> I was waiting for it to be fresh in my brain because I do have a problem with remembering things. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm glad I watched this in my office and Jackie was not involved in watching this. She kept asking this week, is there a movie to watch? I went, no. <laughs> here's, also, admittedly, here, here is He's my not other watch, problem. Want to watch next week's either? <laughs> I had just finished watching Gangs of New York right before this. That's yeah. not even fair. I am no, in this not. like Bill the Butcher. Fair. Hell yeah, let's watch that guy get killed. Not like, even fair. yeah, like that's also my bad. 
I should have not watched Gangs of New York before this <laughs> because nothing is fair compared to that of Daniel Day Lewis. Absolutely not. But I, I would I, like I, to I see the remake Die Hard with Daniel Day Lewis. I think that would be awesome. All right, well, guys, what do you think we just jump into the things now and uh, continue on with that? Get me out of here! Oh, Nate, <laughs> screw you, dude! <laughs> yeah, come over there, and I'm gonna leave anything Ugh. for us. Beat you like a redheaded stepchild. Hey, it's better than Robo Geisha, and it's body better count. than that one Honey Cutie Pie. You're hey, I am a redheaded right. stepchild. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, hey, Brian. Go watch it. Yeah. Honey. You're going to love it. <laughs> hey, hey, Brian. Don't. Yep. Don't. Go watch yeah. it. This. Uh, do don't this. do that. Do you Is like it anime? Trash? It's Is, based on an like anime. anime. <laughs> I'm not really an anime guy. There's only a couple that I've really watched. But if it's trashy, I'm willing to give it a shot. Live I, I wouldn't anime. even consider it's it trashy. Uh, yeah. It was pure it's, trash. Yeah. It was something. That's for sure. It's on YouTube. All right. Well, I'm. You guys, <laughs> I pulled up this body count and uh, kind of shocks me. Um, I don't remember it being this big. Mm-hmm. There's 64 people yep. that die in this. It's movie. a lot of people, and yeah, I'm going nice. And it's Where? all that one dude. He kills them all. This is a badass. Steven Seagal wishes he was as badass. <laughs> that motherfucker can't. <laughs> no, no, because Steven Seagal with that baby, like now you go over here, put your hand right here, dude. And then no, I'm gonna gross. flip you. Gross. Stop it! That's gross. Yeah. Uh, what I'm gonna do there is you. You put your elbow there. Stop. My elbow there. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I don't know where to stop. Knock it off. All right, let's pick our favorite one. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> all right, we're gonna pick our favorite death in the movie for those of you that are new to us, which just basically is for Brian's benefit, <laughs> ours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to start with Troy first to get the ball rolling. Yeah, Troy, give it, give it to us. <laughs> I think my favorite is in in the final battle. Mm-hmm. He's just he's slashing at people, and there's a moment where, like, you're looking down an alley, and he like he whips his sword around, and then he turns around and he starts fighting other people, and you just notice that the guy that's standing in the alley, his head just kind of like yes. falls and like bounces down the alley and then the guy and then the rest of the body falls i love that moment because it's just so like the head down that's That's my favorite kill in this movie i did like that one uh nate mr surly face what's your favorite kill in this movie i guess it's the guy that gets his ankles cut off i'm assuming he dies Uh, i'm pretty (laughs) sure he bled out he doesn't yeah like if not he's wishing he was dead Mm -hmm. um so, yeah, that's the one really I remember. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what I remember. All right, Brian, you got the gist of this? Yeah. Oh, man, this is tough. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's this one or the next one in the series. Does he cleave a guy in half in this one? Or am I thinking of the second he, one? It's. I think that's the second I one. Think I think he Okay, that's the second one. So somebody's in, head in this one. Yeah, so. Like, um, someone. Leaved in part two, and we didn't pick that one. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the, um, the kill where he uses the mirror on his baby's head. Yeah, and I, I, I have adapted that when I walk my child. Now I put a mirror <laughs> on her head just in case. <laughs> so I'm ready to blind anybody at a moment's notice, just, just in case they're gonna rob you or steal. Her. Yeah, I'd be exactly. worried about that one sunburn in the back of my head. That's what would worry me. Why does it got that weird why, bald why spot you, right why there? Do weird, why do you have cancer right on the back of your head? I don't even get that. Uh, I'm gonna let birthday boy go last, so that means I, I think I'm 
Nate didn't give enough emphasis behind it, but I'm doing the Cotton Hill kill. I don't believe it. Slices that sword across this guy's shins and just the legs are still standing and the body falls and blood spurts out everywhere. It is hilarious. And I immediately went in the checks and someone got cotton healed. And it was the first thing I could think of. Fitty ninjas took him out. (laughs) But I I like that one, but I did like the fight with the mirror. I thought that was really cool. Creative. It's cool to see a decapitation uh, like that done. But I, yeah. I like the lead up where the other guy is basically going, ah, my guy has the son at his back and the demon has the child at his. It mm-hmm. truly is an even fight. And then that dude just dips his head down. The kid blinds him. I'm like, that's that's awesome. I did love that whole lead up to that. Um, but the kills the shin. So birthday boy. What's your uh, favorite? My, my favorite is probably the ankle kill. But the biggest badass kill it's not my favorite, but it's the the baddest ass kill in this entire film is him sitting on his knees talking to uh, somebody hiring him to do something. And he's got two guys behind him coming out of nowhere. Yep. Going to assassinate him. And he even tells them before they attack him, like, okay, if this is the guy I think he is, you're both dead. And they said, we will lay our lives down for you. We're going to make sure that this is the right guy. They come in. He doesn't get up. Doesn't even look behind him and swish, swash, swoosh. Two dead guys without, without standing up, without barely right. moving. It is the most badass kill you've ever seen. <laughs> yep. it, is, it is a no look katana kill. Who does that? They're like the look. buzzing of flies. To right. The demon. Oh, it's amazing. That's. <laughs> Well, my my favorite was ankles, but the bad, the biggest badass. Was I that also one. didn't understand the logic of sending those two to kill him because it was they like you two. But, but here's my thought, right? These two are your best swordsmen. And then you have the Ronin who is, is an even better swordsman. Mm. What if hear me out? You three team up and then you have three awesome swordsmen no, 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 instead no. of killing two of the really good no, no, ones no, no. and only no, no. having one again. Wolf. It's almost right. like this is why Japan loses wars. All I'm saying <laughs> wow. is there is a reason why they have bad tactics. <laughs> I had a joke prepped up and Nate just obliterated the world right there. I won't Look even make me. a joke about Look that, but... I am the Oppenheimer now. Someone yelled out that that he wouldn't be the Lone Ranger. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, you can have up to three members in the Lone Rangers. (laughs) You can't. But I was just like, you you know he's good. That's why the prostitute men come with him at the end of the movie. And you know these guys are good. Just team up. No, no, nope. That's why they can't win wars. I understand oh his God. perspective. Like, imagine, like, you got these two dipshits who aren't as good as you. Now exactly. they're following you around. It's like, I don't want to deal with that shit. I don't need them. Get away. Is is the these assholes are going to get me killed. <laughs> I, I feel like the baby's going to kill before anything else. Nah, he's why gonna, Why does the, the Joker hire board. henchmen? You need cannon fodder. You yeah. need somebody in the front to take the force of Batman. Push, him, push him into the sword. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Strategy. Strategy. <laughs> okay. Let's rate this thing. <laughs> Lone Rangers. 
Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know who to start with. Uh, <laughs> Troy, you love this stuff. What do you give? How many Aliongs are you giving Lone Wolf and Cub Sword of Vengeance? I, I love this stuff. Yeah, it, this is a nine for me. Nice. Oh, that's yeah, nice. That's, really high. It's really high. I mean, like that's this really is high. It's your, it's your th- there's range, there's the storytelling. There's the myth making there, and there's the history. Like that's another thing that uh, these things are known for is that this is all really researched. Like there's some there's some stories that are in the manga, and I don't know if they wind up in the movies that are just like the way that you did things in uh, this era in Japan. Like there's a whole story about uh, there's a, a a place where you have to forge the river, and there are poor people that sit there by the river, and you pay them, and they'll put you on your shoulders, and they'll walk you across the river so that oh you you God. can you don't get totally yeah, so i've not and, seen that in this movie but i've heard of that mm-hmm. type of thing and just happening. these dumb little details that are just i i love this stuff because it's so different from anything that i know and this is nine look i wouldn't have been shocked after he held up all the little manga books that he would have ripped his shirt off right now and had lone wolf and cub tattooed <laughs> on his <laughs> chest and a diaper and a or, diaper <laughs> you don't know <laughs> We 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 are we are we are hollow people for not seeing Troy rip off his shirt. This is true. true. Um, Brian, uh, how many how many Al Leongs, the greatest henchman ever, are you given? (laughs) Lone Wolf and Cub. You got up to ten, and you can do okay. I am gonna go with an eight. Um, I loved this. I thought this was really well done. Um, I went in completely blind, knowing nothing other mm. than the concept. Um, so I was completely taken aback by everything. Like I love the blood spraying, all the gore. Like I, I thought it was going to be like one of those like one shop and dead deals. I wasn't expecting as much violence. I loved that. I love the little surreal hints. Um, I'm into the series now. I think this is so well done. Um, I also love like the period shit, like just spending time in that samurai world and that culture. It's, it's fucking cool. And it's also like, you know, I'm a new father, but it's like, I think this has that thing of fatherhood in it and, Mm. you know, raising a child. And like, I, when I did a deep dive into like the manga, like reading and research on it, the author was saying that like he wrote this because he felt like there was like an epidemic of like weak fathers and um and fatherlessness happening in Japan at that time and he wrote this in response to it and it's like yeah this is fucking it it's it's honor it's you and your child doing what you fucking have to do you know it's it's nice. cool i loved it Awesome. Well, uh, I think I'm going to go next because I want to leave the showdown between Pete and Nate for this oh, last man. part. Um, That's all right. I got a kid behind me with a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I will lose. All. Um, I have my issues with this movie, but I will not fault for the, the beautifulness of it. I do love the fights. I I like the acting. I think the storytelling is a bit disjointed, even though we can explain it away. Um, I'm going to give it a five and a half, which is just over, just over average, you know, five would be 
a watchable movie. Um, I think there's a, a few little more things I want to do. I have a feeling I will like other ones yep. more in the series. And so I don't want to completely shit on this movie, which has become the trope when Pete picks a movie. Is it totally good <sighs> shit on? <laughs> I love slugs. I just want to put that on the record. Yeah. Um, Nate, Nate is a terrible person. Um, Nate loved slugs. raw. So hey, Nate is a wonderful I, person. For I'm the one <laughs> that has only picked banger movies and no faults. And, and we, thirst, we went Nate, like we, thirst. We went through this whole uh, thirst. Fuck thirst. Um, you're, so you're so wrong. wait the, va- um, the vampire movie. Yeah, yeah the, Charlie's the, wrong. It's weird. The quotation vampire movie. It's I like thirst. Yes. <laughs> See? It is the worst. It is the worst rating you can get on the show. It's Ten Al Leongs, but if I give you a thirst rating, I've also given a movie a negative thirst. That means it's really bad. It's wrong. It's Um, wrong. Yeah, thirst is trash. But I like like enough of Lone Wolf and Cub that it's definitely a watchable movie. I understand why you guys rank it where you do. Um, And I'm going to continue the series. All because of a trailer, which is really weird. Excellent. It's just a trailer. <laughs> Wait, I thought trailers were supposed to sell you the movie. They sold me all six <laughs> in a minute and 40 seconds. So I was in. This, I, I should make you both go at the same time as a true <laughs> no, you don't ghoul. want that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was your rating, though, Charlie? I don't think we got uh, the actual. Five, five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. Five and a half. Um, <clears throat> Nate the Cub, you go. Ah, I am going to give this a six, which is what the fuck? Why would five (laughs) is a a movie? We've always said that. Mm -hmm. An average. I'm giving this a six is because of what it pulls off for 1972 with the blood sprays with Mm -hmm. that part. Everything else, like I, I do not care to revisit this movie. This ever. is bullshit. Again. Why are you higher than me? I purposely went point five, knowing you were going to do like a four and a half or a five. <laughs> no, no, like four. And no, a half no, like, no. Like a bad, bad movie. This is. A You're movie not that selling this as an sense. average movie right now. Like I sold it all. It was my explanation as an average movie. You just went. I'm never going to watch this movie again. And you gave yeah. a six. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to be respectful of it. I'm path. giving it a six and a half now. Fuck okay. you. You're lower. <laughs> You're lower. Do I hear seven? Do I hear seven? And we got a seven over here. We because got a seven that's over I fully expected a four and a half or a five out of you. No. Shenanigans. <laughs> you just didn't want to be at the bottom. No, no. My letterbox review was three stars, and I always he, times them by two. He doesn't want to be on top like a plank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there's gross rape scenes in this. Yeah, um, there is. Yeah, this, I figured that was going to take a whole point for super, you all. Super gross rape scene. It's it's like bad. It's just cool to see all the the anime blood sprays happen in 1972, mm-hmm. and how much of it happens because you don't expect that. <laughs> like Brian was saying, you expect maybe one, and that's where all their budget went for one guy. And also, that guy had to be the same guy that got killed every time. They're like, Dave, we need you back on set. <laughs> this time you're gonna get a sword in the gut. Day back on set. This time you're gonna lose both ankles. Good thing you lost those ankles in a canoeing trip last summer, and that you already don't have ankles. Like that was a thing trip. back in the day. They would use amputees and special effects, on, blades. Yeah. <laughs> blades. Um, but like 
everything that this movie sells itself for with a dad and a son, like, I don't care for either character because the son does nothing. I expected the son to have a sword and do stuff, but he doesn't. He's three. I expected the son sake. to have he a sword. He selected and do stuff. the sword. He selected it, and also when you when you sell it as well, the Mandalorian does was based on this. Grogu does stuff right from the get go, and so I was like, "All right, clearly, if Grogu did stuff, clearly this kid's gonna do Almost stuff." Fifty years and, later, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there because in the first season, Grogu didn't do shit. No, he he mm. he saved Mando a couple times mm. with the Force. There was a long time before he did anything. So yeah, I'm, but he did do stuff. Stop it! I'm already pissed at you about your fucking rating. <laughs> hey, no, but, but I'm not. no, you're done. You're done. You're done. Done. I don't want to watch the rest of these brain movies. Hurt. Brain hurt. And somehow you rated it higher than me. I'm no. A respectable I'm gonna make, six. I'm gonna make us because this is the next one. I don't want to feel like an idiot for giving it a four point five. Like this. No. <clears throat> No, Pete? if anything, no. I'm upset that Pete once again did not pick a full-on action movie and picked a movie that had three action scenes. And my action movie for my birthday is nonstop fun. It's a <laughs> holistic fun ride. He's kind of got you there, on and that it's one. got I mean, Danny Trejo. It, it does have Danny Trejo. Hey, what's your what's your birthday movie? I'm not know. revealing it yet until next week. <laughs> we we got it narrowed down for a Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. all you have to do is go through like 400 on, movies. Yeah, just right, 400. exactly. All right, Pete, will you please? What, what are so, you rating? Surprisingly, this is a seven and a half for me. Respectable. This is a movie that I really like. However, the series overall is a nine because it progressively gets better. The story gets the, the story snowballs. It keeps going and it keeps building up. And there are other people. The 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 films are these vignettes and these the situations he gets into. But the overall arc is that he does eventually get his vengeance, and he. Well, I'm not going to reveal the end. Well, of it. no, I, yeah, I was say, I, this <laughs> this is something I've picked up on this episode with you, Pete. Is you haven't just been saying this movie. Mm-mm. You've talked about it as an entire series, which it's, is a little unfair to us because totally we're only unfair. allowed to look at it Nate, from one shut, movie. Shut the fuck up, Nate. You already <laughs> have said, I'm not going to watch the next one because I don't like yeah, the first one. I'm not. Fuck because off. Because the no, first no, one should be the selling point for the no, other ones, no, and it doesn't. You, Instead, it made me no, go, I do not care no, how this story ends no, whatsoever. Nope, 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 nope. I'm telling you that they get progressively better. Now, I think the second one is, the second film is, might be the best, but the story continues and it gets better and better. And it, it's it's just, it's an experience through this character's story arc. I, I feel it's worth your time. And that, and that's pretty much the point I was making was yeah. you're, you're, you're selling it to us through the lens of the series. Right. We, which, which we're is only allowed that, to look at this like, much this of it. First you know? film is a seven and a half. It is not, it is, that Literally that's what not the best in the series. That's what clued me in on that one. So, all right, uh, Nate, do you, do you have a trash opinion, or has your oh, opinion been the trash opinion? Trash opinion. It's Nate's opinion. Now, who are you, Nate? This <laughs> is your goddamn trash <laughs> opinion. Trash yeah, all over like the, the first no. movie. And then I started over here going, "Yes, I do hope." 
instantly is a badass movie. You're like, yeah, I want more. That's going to be a disaster. I don't know how their whole thing worked better than the Danny DeVito trash man. Like, I'm not even going to, I'm not, no, I'm not even going to fix it. Nope. That's going raw, just like that. I'm sorry, Brian. Usually I'm much more friendlier. Bullshit. (laughs) You are such full of bullshit. No, it's just Pete picks these movies that like, they they stick the knife that are awesome and it twists. (laughs) He twists the knife. Yes, Brian. We are best friends now. He does this all the time. You and me and Troy are best friends. (laughs) Oh, I'm just a piece of shit. Okay. Go ahead, Nate. What's your trash? You're okay, Charlie. Hey, you had the lowest rating. 5.5. This comes from Logan, who gave but it a one But you're going to watch, watch more of them, yeah. Uh, this, this came from keep, Logan. Keep going, Logan. Go ahead. And it said, or they said, made for mediocre samurai action until a penultimate penultimate climatic sequence Good job, where the Kelly. main antagonist, the Yagu clan, forced Yagu? the Ronin Itu mm-hmm. To rape a prostitute rather than instantly beheaded the assassins as he's done in earlier instances, he follows through on the rape. Afterward, Ido happily slices and dices the criminals, thereby diminishing the evil, traumatizing action the protagonist willingly participated in. It only gets worse too. The prostitute falling in love with her quote unquote hero as he quietly walks away from the massacre untouched by the violence or instantaneous Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it's dumb. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say he rapes the prostitute. Yeah, he planks her. Yeah, he I saves don't... her life. She yeah, it's. It was like she never said no to him. You know, it, she was never was like, funny. "Don't have sex with me." She right, was like, yeah. "Oh wow, you're willing to bang me. You're awesome." That's yeah, exactly I'm, I'm going to agree is. with that. It's well, more unwillingness this, at the beginning, but in then, this stressful situation, you can still get an erection. Let's let's get down. I just I, feel like he should have killed all the criminals in the room because they instantly were doing bad things once he came into that town. I I do have to laugh, and that reminded me that she literally makes fun of some of the dudes for not being able to get it up. Mm-hmm. If it was a lot of right after action going like, on hey, later. Ask ask your little boy. Under your belly button, if you could get it, up I thought that question this. was going somewhere else. Yeah, Pete. I was, I was about like, to where end is this going with whole this? recording? Like, why? Why is he? Why phrasing? <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. No, Troy, were you getting ready to say something? We can go right to you there. No, that's. Uh, I, I think Troy's that like, I'm, should, not, uh, I'm not following that Troy, at all. I don't want to be involved Troy, with this. Troy's in a party. <laughs> Not asking my little boy anything. All right, let's uh, let's thank our guest and apologize to our guest Brian for having to sit Sorry, through Brian. this chaos of an episode. Why, why are we apologizing? This Dude. is great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is what happens when I pick a movie and wait, wait, I wait. rule the roost. We get a great <laughs> film and great guests, Troy and Brian. Thank you so much for or brain. I brain, brought brain. Brian. Brian. What Brian. the hell? This. I haven't mentioned Spider-Man, though, Brian. I'm sorry. I should have. I should mention Brian Spider-Man. and I have. Why are you taking my guest? What the hell's wrong with you? Hi, <laughs> Hi Charlie. I like you too. <laughs> it's your birthday. I get it, but I don't get to pick a fucking movie this month. So <laughs> I really wish you could have, Charlie. Wait. You better pick a banger of an action movie right in October. Well, I, I don't get nope. to pick anything November. in October. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot like, spooky month. 
I pick a movie, and I didn't even. It's not even an action one that I picked. So <laughs> there's a revolver in it. Okay, hold Keep up, <laughs> Brian. Let us know who you are and your your lovely your genuinely your your podcast. I I do enjoy it. All right, thank you. So uh, my name is Brian Rupert. I do a podcast reviewing history. Uh, we do all sorts of genres, anything based on a true story. We cover it. We do a deep dive into the movie. We crack jokes. We tell you what's real and fake in it. That's the basic premise of the show. We talk about other shit. October is all horror movies. Yes. Uh, you can find us reviewing history pod everywhere. Reviewing history all that shit. Uh, I also do video work for tell Him Steve, Dave, uh, if you go on their Patreon, you can find tons of stuff I do for Tell Him Steve Dave. That's yeah, go, go listen to the Amityville uh, episode with, with Brian. That was that was a genuine joy. I really that one made me laugh. That that sold me on your whole show. So I've been downloading everything. So. Thank you. <laughs> and once again, one of our friends that we've joined over on Instagram. And so if you really yeah. want to like see what we're up to, that's the place to be. Also, if you want to follow us along, you can catch us over on Facebook at Give Me Back My Action Movies, the Facebook group. Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the Facebook group. Uh, you can also, as I said, you can find us both over on Instagram. We are on X. We are on Threads. We are, our episodes are available on YouTube. Please, if you listen to us on Spotify or Apple, go over and rate us five stars, write us a review. We always appreciate it. It just kind of helps boost the algorithms. Please do the same for Brian over on his show, yes. as well as do the same for Pete. It'd be a nice birthday present for Pete. Aww. If you go throw him some downloads to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, God, we throw him some reviews. <laughs> it's a once in a month. It, it's a good time had by all especially the speed two episode which was amazing probably their best episode for reasons unknown what what one what of my better six minute synopsis is yeah. the whole episode is probably the gold standard of good beer bad oh yeah movie. honestly that's what they should be trying i don't know about achieve. that no it's <laughs> no. gold it's gold standard yeah it's gold gold standard these ding dongs were on it so. <laughs> <laughs> oh were we i, I oh, what? didn't what? even remember oh. Oh, oh I didn't even remember that. That's some of the um, best storytelling ever in that one. So, uh, Pete, now is the time. You're going to have to tell us. What, you get two in a row? Uh-huh. Jesus I Christ. I do. I get two in a row. So I get to pick two movies in a row. So I did Lone Wolf and Cub as the action movie. And I was going to do a Paul Nashie film. Paul Nashie is a Spaniard. He is a Spanish uh, uh, filmmaker producer writer he does all sorts of stuff and he's very famous for his werewolf movies um but i wanted to start at the beginning of his werewolf movies and it happens that that film is out of print and streaming nowhere oh. so we're, we're kind of hosed on that one and i did find a copy of it for 50 dollars, and i yes. don't know if that movie if I want to watch that for $50. <laughs> don't know if my birthday's worth $50. I don't know it. So instead, I have shifted my choice oh, into God. Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. <laughs> All right. It is available on something somewhere, and it is still in the plastic that I just bought the Blu-ray uh, off of Amazon. I was going to do... Frankenhooker, but people have seen Frankenhooker. Have people seen Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers? This is a Fred Olin Ray movie. 
Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. I assure you, this is not a banger. This is a piece of shit movie. Brian, this is your kind of movie. If you've not seen it already, I'm sure you've seen it. No, I actually have never seen it. You're not. You're in a trash cinema and you haven't seen Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Mm. Have you seen Frankenhooker? Frankenhooker is another one that escaped me. No, I haven't seen that. I know. I gotta, I gotta watch it. Whoa. Okay. <clears throat> so we might. Yeah, I, f- I follow Fred time. Olin Ray on social media, and yeah. that, that dude's a character. Yeah. This and is a of horror. Just dude, this just covered uh, Evil Tunes. Uh, yes. There's yep. another Fred Olin Ray, and I what's the other one? Jacko. Jacko was Fred Olin Ray. Oh. Um, so they've covered two of his movies. So wow, we're dipping our toes into that already. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. We're, we're going, we're diving full into this garbage. Let, let, this let me say this though. Movie. This is the kind of shit I expect you to bring. Yes. I don't know what it is about all the other stuff you try to bring on this show. And I'm like, that's not Pete enough. <laughs> Where, why are you doing this to me? And finally you bring something. And I'm like, yeah, that's a Pete movie. Trying that's something. Share something that no, means no. something. He tries to do these things where like, he tries to push our buttons and stick two knives in <laughs> to our eyeballs and twists them and makes it to where it's a very painful experience. But then he uses these phrases that don't mean anything for what he's covering. <laughs> so, well, yeah. uh, oh, Nate. Anywho. So that, that's what's uh, next week. We're going right. to enjoy so this. Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. So that should be. You know, from the director that did. A wedding for Christmas, a Christmas in royal fashion, one fine Christmas, baking Christmas, a Christmas princess. What are you? A royal what, Christmas engagement. What on God's green earth are you talking? About? That's, that's what you, Fred Olin Ray does now. He only <laughs> makes Christmas movies. Are they all Hallmark, Hallmark movies? Probably. I don't think they're Hallmark. Hey, I think he's we, just. We might have thing. a uh, Christmas movie this year. <laughs> From the director of Christmas. Hollywood Hookers. Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you if you don't like seeing women in vintage underwear, don't follow Fred Olin Ray on <laughs> social media. What's his social media links? I want to follow him. <laughs> Search exactly. Fred Olin Ray. Uh, for, I don't remember if he followed me first or I followed him. Because I have no, I've only seen a handful of his movies, so he's not like someone I would have sought out. But for some reason, like when it goes, oh, you also are friends with this person. I got like a ton of directors that are following me now. And Fred popped up on there and I was like, oh, okay, he's done this and this and this. And then all of a sudden, like Betty Page pinup looking women oh. and <laughs> oh, that's... women that are busting out of clothes. And I'm sorry, honey. I, he followed me i <laughs> not my fault he's saying not my stuff. fault he does he doesn't send them to me he posts them <laughs> out so, he's out like, there hey charlie look at this one no hey, it's charlie, never a personal message to me this is on his main page oh don't it's worry just... we got a new bit where i'm gonna start messaging people and like i'll try Oh, okay. Well, uh, anybody got anything else for tonight? No, no, no. I, I'm too drunk to no, I want to go to bed. All right. Um, we sound uh, so defeated. Wait. <laughs> this last thank you guys for having me. me again, Brian. Brian thank this you. This was so a blast. I, I look forward to uh, interacting with mm, interacting with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
How about how about you cut that out? He's my friend, Damn it! He's my friend. Stop <laughs> taking my oh, friends, Brian. I I give you back to Charlie as your friend. As your, as your friend. <laughs> All right, I, I uh, my friendship. <laughs> let's get out of here, Pete. Why don't you get us out of here with the good word? Oh shit! Um, yeah, you gotta have a good word for the movie. All I gotta do is I love yell. Yeah. Don't don't make it racist. Yeah. <laughs> again. Come on, Pete. Racist again, or is that Suck the line? My titties. No, 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 I'm not doing no. Poo poo turd cat. <laughs> I don't, were there any good quotes in this? <laughs> is that the no. good word? No. Oh okay, no, good, he is here, using the underwater's fighting stage. Here's here, here, here's a good word. Watch the next film. Just watch it. No, I'm not gonna. Watch the next film. Yeah, it's maybe. gonna get better. I promise it's gonna get better. Start out with that it, one. It, no, no, it started out good. And it's gonna get better. No, shut up. Man. You think I care you about the storyline of a got movie from Empire the seventies? You got Kill Bill 1 and Kill Bill 2. You got Terminator and There's Terminator There's no way two. that's going to bother me one day. You got Robocop and Robocop 2. Wait, no, that's... Yeah. Um, Nate, you're wrong. <laughs>